0: Good evening, good morning, and good afternoon. This is your host, Coach Kyle with the Pro Journey Podcast. And in this episode, we're going to be discussing the importance of training at home and essentially why you need to do it. And there seems to be a big misconception that as a player, you don't need to practice at home that you can go to a private trainer, only go to your team practice two or three times a week, and I am here to debunk that myth. That's a myth. That is not accurate. Let's use a scenario real quick. Let's say you practice with your club team three times a week, and for a majority, majority, not all, but a majority of club practices, you do something similar to this. You show up, you do a quick physical warm-up, Maybe some laps, maybe a dynamic warm-up, whatever. You go into some sort of passing pattern. You then move into some sort of small-sided game like a possession, or maybe some sort of small-sided scrimmage, 5v5, something like that. And then you go into an expanded scrimmage. So that's a three-phase practice. First phase is a technical warm-up, passing pattern, maybe a couple of progressions. Next one is some sort of small-sided game like possession, and then the final one is a scrimmage. So if you're doing that. And that's all you do on a consistent basis for team practice, which I've seen a lot of, but that's you know irrelevant. But anyways, you're practicing three times a week with your club team, and that's what you do. You're probably walking out of there with, let's be honest, 50 to 300 touches on the ball per practice. So that'd be 900 ball touches per week from your club practice. And then let's say you go to a private trainer the other two days. So you do private training, Uh, And everybody has their own methodology of how they do private training. But, so they're doing training. Let's say you get a 1,000 touches on the ball, okay? So that means you're getting, essentially, just shy of 3,000 touches on the ball per week. Uh, That's not enough. And that also means you're not making enough decisions while you're practicing. So you're not touching the ball enough and you're not being involved enough in the game or the activities that you're doing. So... If this is what's happening, and you're only getting just under 3,000 touches on the ball per week, that means you're significantly behind the rest of the world, And, and what I mean by the rest of the world is like Europe, South America, you know, these kids are playing constantly, getting more reps, more touches on the ball, and guess what they're doing outside of practice too? They're practicing at home, or they're going out and playing pickup or playing street football, futsal, something consistently they're playing way more than we are and that makes a huge difference in the longer term scale so a way for you to catch up is to obviously replicate the environment go out and play pickup with your friends as an example find people to play with whatever okay Um, but on the other side too you need to be practicing technical skills at home because if you're only getting 3,000 touches on the ball per week I can almost guarantee you almost that you're not getting anywhere near enough technical work that you need to actually reach the level you desire. So let's say you want to be a pro player. If you look at, let's say, the Premier League or La Liga, Syria, whatever league you want to talk about that's one of the top leagues in the world, every single player that plays in that league, even if they're a team in the relegation zone, they're technically proficient, completely proficient technically. So if you don't have technical skills... How are you going to play at a Premier League level, even if you're in a relegation zone team? Now, the bigger difference, and we'll talk about this at another point, is obviously mental skills, tactical ability, desire to win, dedication to the game, uh, mentality, all those type of things, right? But technically, the players are very similar in skill level. Very similar. It's now consistency that's a big difference. But anyways, so if you don't have high, 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 high level and technical skills... How are you going to play in the Premier League? And I'm asking that in a serious question. So you need to be doing reps at home. 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 40 minutes, an hour. And it doesn't have to be physically demanding. It could be you go out and juggle for 25 minutes. Right foot, left foot, foot thigh, foot chest, inside, laces, outside, around the world. I'm not talking about freestyle, but around the world that's juggling, not freestyle, And there's so many different elements you could do. Play it up a couple of times, or juggle a couple, play it up in the air, juggle again. There's so many elements. That's not physically demanding. That's easy. It's just technically demanding. So just because I'm telling you that you need to practice at home, which is true, it doesn't mean it has to be difficult for you. Maybe you go out and you practice your free kicks. Maybe you go out and practice passing against a wall, turning, receiving. Maybe you go out and practice dribbling, right foot, left foot. You put two cones down. You're doing weaving exercises. You're... Doing double tap, scissors, fakes, whatever, you're practicing your skills. Game-like, of course, but that's something that makes a difference. And I'll give you an example. was talking with a parent of mine uh, in one of my teams, and his, his son obviously plays in our program. But what's interesting is his brother, so the dad's brother, is a former high, 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 high level professional player that played in the Premier League for one of the biggest clubs in England. And we were talking about this, and he goes, kids don't practice enough at home. He's like, my son, he, just, he was giving an example. He's not picking on anybody, just giving an example. He's like, every day before school, we go out, we practice finishing, we practice 1v1, and we practice free kicks. So he took a free kick not that long ago, a couple of weeks ago, and he hit top corner. And so the whole reason why this came up is because we were talking about him like, man, was that a fluke? Did he hit top corner or do you guys practice that? He goes, no, no, we practice. We go out every single morning before school and we practice 1v1s, finishing and free kicks. And it's like, okay, that makes sense why he was able to hit the top corner because he's getting repetition away from team practice. He is going out and practicing every single morning free kicks. Where do you think he learned that from? Well, guess what? He's got an uncle that played at the highest level in the world. Played for his country multiple times. So maybe he realized and got instilled with him at a young age. Hey, if I want something like my uncle achieved, I'm going to have to actually work for this. So it takes hard work is what I'm trying to get you to understand. And you need to be practicing at home. You need to be Practicing at home if you really want to reach the next level. You need to be practicing technical skills. You need to be watching professional games. I mean, literally, right now there's the Futsal World Cup. You probably haven't seen much marketing for it, but literally, right now, and I'm talking about September 14th, the USA is playing Argentina, albeit they're getting their butt kicked. The last I was watching was 10 0. But you should be watching, paying attention to the little details. Noticing the things that the players are doing well and not doing well. That's studying the game. That's how you take your game to another level. Practice. Watching. Repetition. Over and over and over again. So if you're serious about reaching the next level, practice. And take those extra reps. Now, I will give you one piece of advice from a parent and a player perspective. If, let's say you're a parent, and your child comes to you and says, Hey... I'm tired, right? And you can actually see that they're tired. It's okay to give them a break. And I'm being honest. But if that's their excuse every single time, then you know there's, there's a disconnect. They're not actually tired. They're just making an excuse. But let's say they consistently practice a lot. Let's say they practice five days a week. And they come to you and say, hey, I'm tired. I need a break. Okay. They're telling you they're actually tired. But if you have a player that's coming to you and you're trying to push them to go outside and train and every single time, no, I don't want to. I'm tired. That's an excuse. Now, I'll let you make that decision on how you want to deal with that. But I'm just trying to clarify the difference because I've had people ask me, what is the difference? How should I handle this with my kid? I can't tell you how to handle it with your kid, but I can tell you what they're trying to do. Hey, guys, I absolutely love that you're checking out and listening to the podcast. And I only have one ask quickly. And that would be, if you could please share this podcast with somebody else that you maybe know that is going through the system or struggling to navigate it from the youth soccer perspective. And that would mean the absolute world to me because as you know, I don't sell anything through the podcast and I don't have any sponsorships. And the more people that I can help, that is my overall objective. So I would absolutely love if you could share this with somebody. Take the five seconds to do so by sending it through social media or WhatsApp or whatever way that you like to share content and I will make sure that I continue to deliver valuable and insightful content for you